0: The Loving Liberty Radio Network. We'll bring our nation closer together and tug at the heartstrings of equality. The Kate Daly Show starts now.
1: In the last... For years, we have seen so many of them, and I'm beginning to wonder if it's because there are more of them or because... We have become so red-pilled that now we finally see them for what they are. And now we question everything that we didn't question before. Like, we question, are we getting the right stuff about coronavirus? Do we Are we getting the real story? And I think that's super healthy that we now, we do not trust this. And, like, one of Trump, Trump's big achievements is that he just he put a scar across the face of media that will never go away. And that everybody can see that scar for the rest of their lives. And I think it's super
2: important.
3: That was uh, Greg Gutfeld from Fox. I think I think Greg's been red pilled. <laughs> He's getting bolder, is he not?
4: Yeah. I is. was
3: actually surprised when I uh, when I heard that from him. Hmm. I like
4: how he treats Juan Williams.
3: Yeah. You know, like Juan. <laughs> no Juan's
4: not my favorite.
3: <laughs> no Juan for us. Well, he lies um, a lot. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> pesky little fact uh welcome to the Kate Daly show hope you hopefully you're having a great day hopefully you voted today i uh, in uh if, of course you should have gotten a ballot you know my 17 year old got a ballot again again Nice. Yeah, I was super happy about that, and then I wondered, gosh, I wonder how many other sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, you know, all these, all these kids are getting ballots because they registered with the DMV, and nobody has any oversight over no. it, huh?
2: Did you vote for me? Interesting.
3: Though? I thought about it.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I thought about casting a vote, an extra, you know, just kind of an extra.
4: Save it for the general election. Okay.
3: All right. So uh, today's an important day. And then March 24th coming up is caucus night. Uh, that's a big one, too. So make sure that you you know where your caucus night is, what district you're in. Um, so welcome to the show. And uh, uh, I want to welcome, actually, I have, well, I've got Uncle Milty. Hi, Uncle Milty. How are you? Hi. Oh,
2: and okay.
3: uh, boy, we have a lot of good stuff today. And I want to uh, say a big hello to Interim City, uh, Washington County Attorney uh, Eric Clark. How are you?
5: Thanks, Kate. I'm glad to be here.
3: I'm glad you're here with us. In fact, you're going to be speaking soon.
5: Well, like so, in a few days. <laughs> yeah, so I'm here to talk about. I'm, I'm going to do a presentation at the Washington County Republican Women luncheon this okay. week. Awesome. So this
3: Where upcoming. is that? And it, when is that?
5: Yes, it's a, it's this Thursday mm-hmm. at 11:30 at the Abbey Inn on South Bluff.
3: Okay. Um. So make sure you can get over to that. And you're going to be speaking on what, Eric?
5: We're going to talk about endangered spe- the Endangered Species Act and private property rights. Okay. And I think this is something that we need to talk more about. Um, yeah. And, you know, a ton of our county is is public lands, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so when it, when we think about federal laws and lands, we think about restrictions on those lands that are like, hey, we may not have the access we want or mm-hmm. we may not be able to do all the activities on those lands that we want. The Endangered Species Act is kind of unique because that act impacts not just public lands Mm -hmm. but it impacts our private property Mm -hmm. as well the way that it's passed Um, and 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 one of the things that that we need to be aware of is is what is that balance of how do we go out none Mm -hmm. of us are saying we should we Mm -hmm. should kill off species that are not doing well Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. but we also need to be aware that private property rights are private property rights right and how do we take steps to protect that so that people can develop their property
3: right Do you think private property trumps uh, the Endangered Species Act?
5: Well, Congress didn't think so Mm -hmm. in in 1976 when it passed the Endangered Species Act. Right, right. That that was the change back then is they came in and they said, okay, now if you find a a listed animal, an animal that's been classified as endangered or threatened on your private property, Mm -hmm. you can't no longer, under the current law, you can't change your property. You can't disturb that habitat on your property. If it's a plant, mm-hmm. different story. Right. You, can, you can dig up the plant and, and do what you want. But under the law, if there's an animal on your property, you can't, you can't impact that animal's life. Mm. Um, and with the current regulations that are written, like impacting that animal means to, to, to harass it, to scare it, to, to, to change anything about how it goes about what it does. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for those of us in the West, that's a huge thing For the federal government to come in and say, hey, we have this law that says you can't dig a hole on your land.
3: It's overreaching. The 70s was a dark decade. What can I say? Uh, On the other hand, if you really
5: want to mess with your neighbor, put a
4: turtle on his property. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
3: Uh, So what do we do? Because, uh, you know, obviously we've got to protect private property rights. And we also don't want to give lands willingly to the Endangered Species Act. And this has been going on for a while. Yeah, for a while.
5: Yeah. So, so part of what we're going to be talking about is is what the county is doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're in the process. Twenty almost twenty five years ago, mm-hmm. um, the the county and the cities got together and said, "Hey, this is a problem because they just listed. You guys probably remember they mm-hmm. just listed the desert tortoise, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And there was this kind of panic that, hey, this impacts our private property, not just right. our public lands, right? And and so the county said, "Well, we'll we'll kind of Take this on, mm-hmm. and and it negotiated what's called an SNL take permit that allows the the whole area the permit covers. It allows that property to be developed as if there's not a species on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the county went through and and negotiated that. And obviously those negotiations are controversial at time. Mm-hmm. It involved um, charging an impact fee on new development that goes mm-hmm. into an endangered species fund, so that we can we can show that we're trying to strike that balance. Mm-hmm. And, and that permit is expired now. Um, it was a 20-year permit. Mm-hmm. We're, we're kind of operating in that temporary extension land. Um, and what's, what's happened in the last 25 years is the county has fulfilled every commitment that it said it would do for that permit. Um, the county said that it would fen- put up a ton of tortoise fencing. Mm-hmm. It would pre- pay, fund law enforcement patrols out, out, in, out in the different areas where we're protecting. Um, the federal government said that it would establish a reserve. Mm-hmm. And by and large, that's BLM land, you know, that we have our Cliff Desert Reserve. That's an area that we kind of like to get a kick out of going and, and biking mm-hmm. and hiking in now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in return for the different things that everybody committed to do to, to help the desert tortoise, we were, we were allowed to develop all the private property in the county up to just over 1,100 tortoises could be taken. Um, and so in, that in the 25 years since that deal was struck, We've, 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 we did everything that we committed to do on the county's end. Mm -hmm. We've only taken about half of the tortoises that we could have taken, and take means to harass, to kill, what, like, Mm -hmm. you know, to bother in any way. And and so now we're going back and saying, hey, now it's time to extend this permit so that we can get it renewed and and keep accessing that take that we've already paid for. Mm -hmm. Keep, Keep being able to do what we've been doing.
4: Okay. Well couldn't we also at this time decide to uh, make a case that since the since the tortoise isn't really natural here and was imported
3: absolutely not native it's
5: not our responsibility mm-hmm. and we just want to end the whole thing mm-hmm. yeah. i think that's a great point point. and there was there was a case on that about a year and a half ago down in louis i think it was in louisiana down mm-hmm. in the swamp land um, where the fish and wildlife service came in and said the, the US Fish and Wildlife Service came in and said hey we've got a species that if we if we cut half of the trees out of this land mm-hmm. then this would be great habitat for an endangered species and the the property owners were like well that's that's not how this works <laughs> right right right, right, right. <laughs> and the and the court the court mm-hmm. sided with the property owners and said yeah the fish and wildlife service can't come in and say hey if we modify this habitat it'll be great and then it's then it's restricted but they they've said consistently, since the act was put in place, that that if it is habitat, it doesn't matter if the species is on it at the time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's native to it. That's part of the reason why um, we've been so careful over the years to push back on the introduction of wolves into Utah. And that was a headline. I don't know if you that was I mean, a headline right? today. Right? It, was
3: on my, it was on my agenda. Um, mm-hmm. You know,
5: wolves are one of those things where, especially the Mexican gray wolf is the one they've kind of talked about putting mm-hmm. in our area. Mexican gray wolf clearly not native to the area. Okay, but they can live almost anywhere. Right, and so if, if they designate the southern half of Utah as wolf habitat, then then all of can those can you restrictions say no as a county?
3: Players. You can't. You can't say no as it, a county. It's a
5: federal law with a federal designation.
3: Hmm. Okay let's take a let's take a caller. Hi caller, hmm. welcome to the show. You're speaking with Eric Clark, who's the interim Washington County Attorney. Uh, he took uh, Brock Belknap's uh, spot. There you go. Uh, go ahead, caller.
2: Uh, Yes, I was a uh, civics uh, high school teacher, and I uh, studied the Constitution and uh, the um, federal's Papers. And one thing I learned is that all powers of the federal government are enumerated. There's a few applied powers as well. And nowhere in the Constitution can I find that that law, Mm -hmm. the endangered species law from the 1970s, is uh, constitutional. Therefore, according to Madison, Jefferson, Hamilton, and other founders, the law Mm -hmm. is null and void. Why are you not uh, following the uh, the prescribed uh, remedy that our founding fathers gave us? to completely ignore that law according to the Constitution, which I sw- assume you swore an oath to abide by. Can we stand up to it?
5: Yeah, yeah I, I think that's a great question. Yeah,
2: you, you just ignore it. They use the word non or you. phrase. Okay, that let... means it, you, it does not exist. You completely ignore it. Okay. Why aren't you following the Constitution?
3: Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. I know the Constitution yeah. is what he was saying. Okay.
5: Yeah. So um, the the issue comes, and and this is a balance mm-hmm. that we have to strike, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a tough balance at times. Clearly,
3: mm-hmm.
5: y- you go back and you do your. I, I used to teach yeah. fifth grade. Mm-hmm. You know, you do your fifth grade class, and and yeah, the executive branch of government or a state can mm-hmm. ignore right. something from a federal branch, sure. right? That that's our check. Yeah. Um, then the federal branch has its has its steps that it can take, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Um, the the problem with not just the Endangered Species Act, but most of our public lands issues, mm-hmm. is that, that the courts have consistently found ways to uphold those. And, and from, the, from the federal district courts to the circuit courts to the Supreme Court. And they, they look at the property clause in the Constitution. They look at the supremacy clause in the Constitution. and So
3: they'll side with the feds is what you're saying. The yeah. So, so,
5: I mean, so if, mm-hmm. if we say, hey, no... Then, mm-hmm. then we find ourselves the next month standing in a federal court mm-hmm. arguing to a federal judge that mm-hmm. the federal government's overreaching. Mm-hmm. And and, and there, there are areas where we need to be doing that, where, where we can win those cases. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, if we if we choose... Especially where
3: it's not native. Like the turtle, <laughs> well, right? Yeah. Not native. That'd be good for us. And grounds.
5: not thriving. So if we, <laughs> yeah. if we choose those... They're not multiplying. They're not
3: having sex on there. So, <laughs> hey, we need to do something.
5: If we choose those fights poorly... Mm-hmm. Then we end up with more bad case law,
3: mm-hmm. right?
5: Mm-hmm. And that that happened, you know, a decade and a half ago in New Mexico with Wild boroughs. and we end up with with bad case law mm-hmm. that then all the other federal courts follow, right? That that weaken our ability to do this, and so we've got to be. I mean, you know, if if you look at how how successful the environmental group has been using the courts, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's because they they carefully pick the cases they're going to fight, mm-hmm. and and they're going to. They're going to chip away at those things. Have we
3: ever, have we ever uh, posed a fight for any, for any of that?
5: You bet. Oh yeah. Um. You know my, when I first came on with the county, I spent a big chunk of my first year helping draft a 200-page lawsuit.
3: Can you stay with us? You bet. Okay, he's going to stay with us. Eric Clark will be right <laughs> back, and we'll take your calls to eight 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 six seven three fourteen fifty. This is the Kate Dally Show. Be right back. Dry eyes usually don't start all at once. It gradually gets worse and worse. And you use eye drops more and more until you wonder if those drops even work at all. You need real, soothing, lasting relief from Southwest Vision.
6: One of the most effective treatments for dry eyes is Lipoflow. It's a gentle process that brings sweet relief from the discomfort of dry eyes. Schedule a visit. They'll take the time to help you find real relief. 673-5577 or at southwestvision.com. Amazon, Google, great things can come out of a garage. And over at Garage Doors Only, we make sure your garage doors are in the best possible working order. We service, repair, and install garage doors and openers. Give us a call at 435-868-1200 or come see us at our showroom at 689 North Bluff. Check out our reviews by Googling Garage Doors Only. And let's make great things happen in your garage this year.
5: This is Dr. William Plum, thanking you for allowing us to serve our community the past 10 years. We love taking care of our patients and working together as a team. It's officially time to vote for your
0: favorites in the Best of Southern Utah. We were nominated in five categories, and we would appreciate your
5: vote. You can vote once per day at bestofsouthernutah.com or our website at plumbdental.com. Remember to come back and vote every day at plumbdental.com. And we hope to see you soon at Plum Dental.
7: Are you covered by Medicare or nearing Medicare eligibility? Do the different Medicare options and supplemental policies seem like alphabet soup or a high-stakes game of scramble? Relax. Let WMI Mutual Insurance Company simplify this complicated decision and save you money. WMI has been offering their commission-free Medigap policies to seniors just like you for more than 30 years. With quality insurance and affordable rates, call them today or visit wmi-medigap.com. This is a solicitation of insurance.
8: Hi This is Ryan Brinkerhoff, the owner of Inside Out Hyperbaric and Wellness Center here in St. George, Utah. I opened the Hyperbaric Center here in St. George, Utah because of a specific health need dealing with Lyme's disease that affected me and some other members of my family. With great nutrition, lifestyle changes, and the help of some of the products we have at our facility, I was able to get back to where I am today. And I I think that's something that should be available to everybody, no matter what their financial situation is. Once I had the major effects in my life and saw what hyperbarics can do, I was very pushed and motivated to offer this service to members of our community. Hyperbarics has been around for a really long time. It's only used for a few certain things, but now the science is starting to show up that it helps everything from Lyme's disease to cancers, autoimmune diseases, and the conventional wound healing and things like that. I'm Ryan Brinkerhoff, the owner of Inside Out Hyperbaric and Wellness here in St. George, and I invite you to bring out the best in you. Visit InsideOutHyperbarics.com.
1: Need some help in planning for the future? Tune into your family and your retirement with Abe Ashton, Tuesday afternoon at 5 on KZNU, and click on
7: AshtonWealth.com. This is Josh with Lionsgate, and for years we have been helping people find sobriety. We found that the family struggled just as much as our clients. That is why we have always offered a free family support group open to the public every week. If you have a loved one struggling with substance abuse and don't know what to do, Come join us Wednesday night at 5.30 in St. George and Tuesday night at 5.30 in Cedar City. Lionsgate Recovery. We are people in recovery, helping people find recovery.
6: Hey, Southern Utah. It's Katie from Nielsen RV. I hope you've all missed me as much as I've missed you. Well, I'm back, and I want to invite you all to stop by and check out all of the exciting new models we've brought in. We have everything from tent trailers to toy haulers motorhomes to park models, and as always, warranty forever at no cost to you. So check out any of the Nielsen RV locations on State Street and Hurricane, off the Bluff Street exit under the giant American flag in St. George, or online at nielsenrv.com.
0: Thanks for listening to The Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on The Kate Daly Show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of St. George News Radio, KZNU. Canyon Media or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open at 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net. I am fighting a hard battle. But
3: I'm not alone. I
4: have St. Children's Research
5: Hospital. Every year thousands of children are stricken with cancer and other deadly diseases. You can join their battle during the combined federal campaign. By selecting 0560 to contribute to St. Jude. With your help, I will win this battle. For more information, call 1 800 822 6344 or log on to www.stjude.org. St. Jude is a CFC participant, number
0: 0560. Talk lines are open now. Call 888 673 1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
4: summer you can see it fading fast so you grab a piece of something that you think is gonna last well you wouldn't even know a diamond if you held it in your hand the things you think are precious I can't understand are you reeling in the
3: there. Welcome back. Kate Daly show. And, uh, by the way, my interview with Dana last yesterday's up and, uh, uh, share that far and wide. And also, uh, her book, uh, a great book. Um, all of yesterday's uh, podcasts are up on the Kate Daly show. So KateDalyRadio.com. You can grab those and share those. And, um, Wow. So here we are. We're local hour and we're talking with uh, Eric Clark, who uh, was nice enough to come and thank you for that, by the way. I really appreciate it. Um, and answering questions. Uh, and, and honestly, you're talking. Uh, you're speaking. You might want to catch that. That was to the <laughs> Women's Republican mm-hmm. uh, meeting on Thursday.
5: Yep. And, on we'll, Thursday. and we'll take questions there, Abby too, obviously, of people that want to come. And okay. let's just talk about it.
3: Excellent. Abby Inn, um at uh, 1130, yep. I imagine. OK. And then uh, that's on Thursday. Voting today, by the way, make sure you cast that that ballot. You probably got one in in the mail or two, just depending. It's kind of how it's working lately. Um, and uh, I want to make sure we're we're talking about private land, private property, private rights, uh, property rights, and endangered species, which is what you're going to be talking about, yep. right? And so uh, I know Uncle Milty had a question on this for you too, as well. We'll take I have your a calls. A few,
4: but mm-hmm. this particular, we were talking about lawsuits. Mm-hmm. And my question is, do you think uh, over the last couple of decades, uh, the liberal courts have been chipping away at us? Mm-hmm. Do you think things are going to change? I've noticed some major changes in some opinions and mm-hmm. rulings coming from so the
5: courts now. So maybe a good now. time to act? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I hope so. Mm-hmm. In, in Utah, we're still feeling the impacts of having a Democrat president for eight years and all the judges that got appointed to our federal court in mm-hmm. Salt Lake, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, we see benefits from, from things. The, the thing I was, that's what I was starting to talk about when we went off the air was our, our roads lawsuit, our rs four seven seven lawsuit, right? Um, where the counties sued for ownership, of 430 mm-hmm. odd roads and, and Judge Wadups, um, has been in trial on, on the Kane County version of that for the last few weeks. And he's been writing great opinions. Um, mm-hmm. like we, we, we're seeing, progress on that's an issue that's also been around since the 70s mm-hmm. since 1976 right, right? Mm-hmm. um that we're we're looking hard to try to find a solution in our county we're actually trying to find a a, a we're experimenting with an alternative solution to that because the court fix to the RS2477 is continuing to cost millions and millions of dollars of like paying government <coughs> attorneys on both sides to fight each other mm-hmm. so we're waiting for a decision out of the BLM on an administrative process that we've applied for that could that could fix that whole RS-2477 issue, at least all the roads that, that we, they are clearly not in dispute. Okay. You
4: know, we hear that statement a lot. That, mm-hmm. Well, but then we have to pay for all these court expenses and attorneys. If we, mm-hmm. Well, if you're the county attorney, aren't you paid? <laughs> Do we have to pay you more if you're going to court on cases?
5: Yeah, that's a great question, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, obviously not. The, the question is, how much manpower do you have mm-hmm. for how many fights you're going to fight? You know, in, in our office, we've got 12 prosecutors and two civil mm-hmm. attorneys and then and me, right? So every time that we file a lawsuit, you know, and I've been spending for the last six to eight months, mm-hmm. I've been spending 20 to 30 hours a week working on the Desert Tortoise issue and the Northern Corridor issue. mm mm-hmm. um, so so any that we that we take on an issue like that we've got to have the manpower to do that. I'm not going to pull someone off of a criminal case mm-hmm. and and pull them out of the courtroom to to work on the on these other issues, right? So we just have to have the manpower to do that. But clearly the county attorney's office is there to fight those fights. Right. It seems
3: like we have plenty of attorneys for an area like this, right?
5: Yeah, yep. um, we're pretty... I mean,
3: how many cases are there? <laughs> how many cases can there be in the county?
5: Our average prosecutor caseload is uh-huh. between two and 350 cases a year, mm-hmm. um, which, which is a, that's mm-hmm. a fair load of cases. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't mm-hmm. want to go much sure. higher than that. Sure. And, and on the civil side, um, we use those attorneys more to try to prevent issues. So, so they're more like in-house counsel. They're not, they're not in court as often, mm-hmm. but they're actually rarely in court. But they're in meetings, they're working through stuff, and they're making sure that things are done in a way so that we don't get sued after the fact. And a lot of it is just, you know, one of the attorneys works with the Human Resources Department mm-hmm. on, on those kind of issues. Like, it's just the, the running running the entity of the county right. is kind of what their job
3: is. So are you looking at this, coming into this job, to do something different? Are you looking to, um, to bring something different or keep up the same of what we've had?
5: Yeah. I um, – if, if you go to my website because I am running for office, mm-hmm. right? Sure. You can see sure. Vote for Clark. dot com. Right. I'm focusing on three things. Um, the public lands is something that I care very passionately about, and it's something that the county attorney's office has done more and more of as I've been with the office. Mm-hmm. So, so we're going to continue to to work on that front um, to make sure that we're doing everything we can so that we can continue to enjoy where we live. I don't know if we've if we've had anybody on to talk about our um, Justice reinvestment. Well, not our justice. Our criminal justice reform stuff. Um, so this is this is switching okay. topics now. Sure, sure. But this is actually a pretty amazing program too. So a few years ago, the Utah legislature passed passed a law that um, passed passed an act that reduced the, a ton of penalties in criminal cases mm-hmm. with with a theory that we're locking people up too much. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some be, there were some positives about that. But there's a problem if the attitude is we're just gonna we we feel like we're locking too many people up, so we're just gonna say all those bad things that they were doing aren't bad anymore. Mm. Like that that doesn't sure. make sense in sure. our society, right? right? So so what we've done in our county, and we've done it almost entirely with grant funds that we've got been able to go out and get, is we've said, hey, we we are we we want to still have that hanging over your head. If you mess up mm-hmm. and you commit a crime, there's gonna be jail time and, and consequences hanging over your head. But we're happy to look at treatment also. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you if you mess up on the treatment, you don't complete that, you're going to have to go do the time, right? So, and, and this is a pretty novel concept. We do pre-trial assessments on people. So someone gets arrested and charged with a crime. Mm-hmm. They can choose to, to, to participate in this program. Roughly half of our people that are charged with crimes are, are participating now. And they go in. They sit down. They spend up to a half a day with a social worker, right? Um, going and getting going through kind of this like assessment that that helps us understand mental health issues, mm-hmm. helps us understand substance abuse issues, and helps us un- understand that if this person's just put at, back out into the same environment where they came from, mm-hmm. how likely are they to make changes in their life that they need to make? And and so and and then they score all this, right? Right. Then that that licensed clinical social worker sends. Sends a recommendation, boils it down to a couple of paragraphs mm-hmm. and sends a recommendation to the prosecutor, the defense attorney and the judge and says, hey, I think this person needs 90 days in-house treatment mm-hmm. um, or this person needs to like mm-hmm. it's a 19 year old kid who's got a solid support group at home. He needs to go home right, and do some some counseling. Right. Whatever it is, they mm-hmm. make that recommendation. And and by and large, our office says, hey, if we'll agree to that, um, we'll agree to waive. The jail time, mm-hmm. if the person does that, and then the judge orders it as part of their terms of probation. Okay. So we're not saying you didn't commit a crime. Mm-hmm. We're not saying we're, there's you're, no you're consequence. You're just
3: dealing with it differently. Yeah. Oh, like uh-huh.
5: the, um, okay. a candidate for DA in Chicago is saying, let's just decriminalize all drugs mm-hmm. and let's let's put people yeah. in parks with clean needles that can help people shoot up safely. Yeah.
3: yeah.
5: Right. Like, right. Could, could we be any dumber? <laughs> yes. But. Well,
3: sounds like Kelly, go go ahead on but, the other hand,
5: if we can help people get treatment mm-hmm. and help them break out of those cycles that they're stuck in mm-hmm. that saves us all money right because we're not just throwing them back in jail every couple of months- mm-hmm. and it actually helps them live live a better life
3: right right, okay, well, that sounds like sounds okay no, and it mm-hmm. works yeah. i mean to a yeah. degree
5: it works right. there's
4: nothing wrong with asking someone to put some effort into cleaning up their act <laughs> but when yeah. they get you know when they get to have probation six and seven times
3: then it starts pro- to yeah. become a problem so yep. you're not you're not looking at doing that are you yeah I mean, no yeah. So, yeah.
5: so like uh, that and that's the advantage of like the first time mm-hmm. like if they don't come we The program has the the licensed clinical social workers that do the assessments, Mm -hmm. but then we have the case trackers also. Mm -hmm. So then as soon as the judge, both before, because a lot of times they're out on bail waiting for the judge to rule, right? We have have pre-sentencing case trackers and post-sentencing case trackers, and if they step out of line... Those mm-hmm. case trackers let the prosecutor knows. Right. And the prosecutor drags them back in front of the judge yeah. and is like, Hey, now, sounds... now the consequence for what they had to do was X. Let's make sure they do that.
3: I like that. It sounds positive. Um, and I'm sure there are some cases you could do that with maybe, you know, not a huge amount, but there's, there are some right uh, that you could do that with, um, back to lands for just a moment. Cause I know we only have a few minutes, but, um, it just seems as though we're losing a lot of our, our, um, property to, um, to these enviro groups. And, um, are you, are you guys, do you guys have a, a plan this year for taking steps to? to honestly really fight this, to actually go after this. I, I feel pri- I feel like our private property rights are being hit all the time. There's a lot of control for that, which is ridiculous. And then we've also got uh, public lands, like Northern Corridor. And that bothers me because there's. I, I found from the, the county commissioners there's sort of this, this sentiment of, well, that's just how it is. And I don't like that. I don't like that kind of sentiment. What's your feeling on that, on the Northern Corridor and that?
5: So the way that we're tackling that, Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, you asked for my plan. Yeah. Right? I, yeah. And let me I hate it when elected officials yeah. come on and like talk about themselves a ton. I have a ton of amazing attorneys in my office that do a lot of work. I do this public land stuff. Right. So mm-hmm. about my efforts like this is what I. Right. Do. Right. Um, you know, I was in D.C. in December talking with Trump appointed official mm-hmm. about how what is our plan? Right. How are we going to get through this? How can we do this and make sure how that, can we not that give we're more getting land a away. fair deal, yeah, right? I'm
3: tired of giving lands away. Mm-hmm. So
5: so how do, we, how do we do that? So we're working that. Our um, Commissioner Iverson and Commissioner Olmquist are, are actually back at the National Association of Counties right now. They're meeting with congressmen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And those congressmen the next day will be calling the Department of Interior and saying, hey, this, the, these right. are the things that, that the county asking, and these are reasonable asks. So we're continuing almost every week. There, there are new things as we do this. Negotiation, mm-hmm. um, where where we're pushing for stuff. I mean, ba- basically, the county had negotiated a a twenty year, twenty million dollar contract mm-hmm. that's expired, mm-hmm. and now we're looking to 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 negotiate a new one. Um, and so we're we're continuing to push back on things, especially so when, on new. When like, we
3: negotiate, or because I remember Alan Gardner, it was kind of a barely a negotiation. It was like, you well, you can have everything. Um, so I, I guess that my feeling is I, if they wanted to put a polar bear here, we'd, we'd say yes. And I don't want to feel that way.
5: So, so some of the things mm-hmm. that they've asked for uh-huh. that we have said, heck no. Right, right, right. right. Um, I mean, the one that I was emailing on as I was sitting mm-hmm. on your couch before I came in here. Right, right. Is, is there people that are saying, hey, county, if, if, you, get a, if you get a desert tortoise permit, that means that that also makes your land subject to all the protections for endangered plant species. Mm-hmm. And we have a bunch of endangered plant species, and normally those aren't protected on private property. Right. But somebody wrote some a couple of sentences in a manual mm-hmm. that, the, that the Fish and Wildlife Service uses for, for these plans, and they're saying, well, these sentences say that that but that's something you could go up stuff. against, right? So, so those are the things, like, you we're can pushing go up against back that. on that. We're pushing back on, okay. on reach, on, yeah, that'd be on ridiculous. artifacts, on private land, okay. and saying, you know, yeah. like, th- there are several things every week that mm-hmm. we're pushing back on to make sure that we're getting credit for, we've already paid for all of this. Right. Like, we shouldn't, we shouldn't have to be paying through the nose for it. Right. Um, okay. And, and I ideally what's mm-hmm. going to happen is next this december or early next january we're going to get to get a decision that that says hey you have the ability now to lower your impact fees a little bit mm-hmm. um Okay. And you're getting a northern corridor, like that's what we're pushing for right now. Is mm-hmm. those things?
3: Okay, Eric Clark, thank you. Uh, Washington County Attorney, interim attorney, um, and you're running this year. I am running. Yeah. As okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Eric. <laughs> Appreciate you. Appreciate you coming in and answering questions. I'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere.
6: When Mom passed away, she had it all planned with Spillsbury Mortuary. That's Mom taking care of us even after she's gone. Dad pre-planned
1: his funeral with Spillsbury Mortuary. That made it easier to honor him and his life. Dad did always know what was best.
4: I pre-planned my funeral with Spillsbury Mortuary. My kids don't have to worry about anything except loving those cute grandkids of mine.
7: Pre-plan your funeral at SpillsburyMortuary.com.
3: what what stage of life you're in
7: imagine talking about baseball and singing some classic rock at the dentist imagine a stress-free experience and not worrying about dental insurance billing imagine saving money every visit even if you don't have dental insurance Dr. Barton at Imagine Family Dentistry is the dentist that can speak your language and take care of your dental needs with a commitment to your comfort. Dr. Barton loves baseball and he knows all the facts and figures and he'll make sure you know all the facts and figures when it comes to your dental care. He'll tell you what you need, you tell him what you want. He loves classic rock and roll and can name that tune and artist before you do and he can see the dental treatment you need before it becomes painful or costly. Imagine a dentist's office where there is no pressure. That's what you get with Dr. Barton at Imagine Family Dentistry. To make an appointment, call 435-656-1111 or go to imaginefamilydentistry.com. Imagine more.
3: St. George Water Heaters understands the worst thing to come home to is water everywhere. Their superb, well-trained courtesy technician has the proper equipment to get the job done right the first time. And with the same day or at least 24-hour response time, your water heater's problems can be resolved. Protect your investment with a courteous,
1: trustworthy water heater man from St. George Water Heaters. At the same great rates, even if it's late. Call 772-9677 or stgeorgewaterheaters.com. Vetted by Angie's List and Home Advisor right now at the Ashley Home Store it's the best of the best you get our best selling items at the best prices the best of the best save up to 30% or get 60 months special financing, no minimum purchase. Best of the best like this top selling queen panel bed for just $669. That's a savings of $330. Save $600 right now on this beautiful two piece sectional for just $899. Get this five piece best of the best dining set for just $999. That saves you $400. Plus get all accessories up to 30% off. Make your way into the Ashley Sleep Center and get the best of the best in mattresses at amazing prices. It's the best of the best. Save up to 30% store-wide or get 60-month special financing, no minimum purchase at the locally owned and operated Ashley Home Store, East Red Cliffs Drive. In between the DI and Pineview Stadium 10, all financing OAC. See store for details. You're gonna love
6: this Ashley
9: 2020 is the year of sight and to celebrate the zion eye institute is giving away 20 free lasik surgeries as a thank you to southern utah zion eye institute is southern utah's largest and most comprehensive eye surgery center zion eye institute has fellowship trained specialists to cover every area of eye care and eye surgery their highly trained team of doctors and staff are excited to help you see the world in all its splendor in 2020 Zion Eye Institute has specialists to cover every area of eye care and eye surgery. They can provide you with all forms of vision correction surgery from multiple highly skilled and experienced fellowship-trained surgeons. Using advanced techniques individually or in combination with each other, Zion Eye Institute's expert surgeons will customize your treatment and provide the safest and best results for your vision correction. Get 2020 in 2020 at the Zion Eye Institute. Get registered and get all the details at zioneye.com. See official rules for restrictions.
0: Have you ever wondered what it's like to own an electric vehicle? Would you like to take an extended test drive? Well, now's your chance. Dixie Power has purchased two Hyundai Kona EVs. One will be loaned out to Dixie Power members for one week at a time to drive for free without mileage restrictions. The second Kona will be available for one-hour test drives. This program provides members the chance to see how an EV works as their daily vehicle and to see if purchasing an electric vehicle in the future makes sense for them. For more information, click DixiePower.com. Dixie Power, energizing life. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Dally Show.
7: I just need some place where I can leave my head. Hey, mister, can you tell
4: me where a man might find a bed? He just grinned and shook my hand, No was all he said. Take a load
3: off, Fanny. Hi there. Welcome back. Hey, Take Dally Show. I've got Uncle Milty with me. Thank you to Eric uh, Clark for coming in, answering questions. And uh, he is the interim Washington County attorney. He'll be speaking at the Republican Women's Group on uh, Thursday, 1130 Abbey Inn. You can catch that uh, conversation on the balancing act of endangered species and uh, uh, private rights, impact fees. Um, man, and he would
4: like to make the job permanent. <laughs> yes, he would like to make the job
3: permanent for sure. Um, and then, of course, you know, uh, man, you know, seventies was an interesting time. We had the EPA, and and uh, the oh advent boy. of the EPA. Immediately within six months. You think it takes a long time for government to do something when they want something? Six months, ten thousand employees. <laughs> so. Wow. And uh, we had the Endangered Species Act and a lot of control coming out during that mm-hmm. time. And, and so I do think, though, that we need to fight it. And I think that we need to put more of a fight and... I think sometimes it's easy to say, you know, the feds, you know, the feds, the feds, the feds. Well, who's going to fight the feds? We yeah. have to do it county That's by right. county in America. And, and so I hope that we're going to fight uh, to not have to give more property away. That would be nice.
4: That, and we have to get past the idea that precedent is everything. Right. Yeah. Precedent can be defeated. hmm
3: Yes. 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 Um, also, uh, the house, the house committee, pa- uh, is, is going to go ahead with the ultrasound. Uh, so they, gr- they green lighted it, the ultrasound abortion bill where women, um, are going to be compelled to do an, uh, an ultrasound before an abortion. So that would be a really, uh, good bill, uh, as far as that goes. Um, uh, so anyway, I thought that that was, it's an informed decision is what they're, what they're calling it. And uh they at least get to get to see what's going on in there, yeah. that it's an actual they, they living the living thing, living baby. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh so that was green lighted by the house. We'll have to see where it goes. Um it's moving to a full uh a vote in the full house. You know, we have a majority G O P so I can't imagine that it wouldn't go through. Right, I can't imagine that our state, being a GOP state, um, we say we're against abortion. We say that we want to do everything to um, to make sure that that's not getting done. So I hope that they, you know, would want to would want to
4: support. And when they vote on that, you Mm -hmm. get your list out of all the Congresspeople and you state Mm -hmm. congressmen, right? And then you can mark the ones that become rhinos as they vote
3: exactly no you're exactly right and that's really sad
4: it is sad
3: it is uh by the way mary uh there was a column from deseret news um putting mary uh, uh you know saying mary uh, was uh, saying that chris stewart wouldn't debate her uh, for congress and she's right he, he doesn't look like he's going to debate her and so i love that she's standing up to that and uh that she's bringing some uh common sense that's awesome
4: you know, it's it, in the article about that, Stuart sent a letter mm-hmm. saying that federal candidates historically do not conduct debates before state conventions. Right. Aren't they elected by the state? Oh. Mm. Oh. So mm. I don't care what it historically is. I'd like to see a debate.
3: Well, that would be nice, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, boy. There's so many things. Should I play the tape of uh, Chris Stewart saying Trump was Mussolini? <laughs> well, there's that, you yeah. know. I mean, you know. That was a slip uh, of the tongue. Yeah. Uh-huh. As he went <laughs> on for an hour uh, about it. But anyway, slip of the tongue for an hour. Um But I was really glad to see that article. Uh, I was glad to see, you know, Mary, Mary in there. And we've got great people running down here for office right now. And I I do hope we reward them with the office so that they can do something uh, important. Mary's running for Congress. Uh, uh, Willie Billings uh, against Brad Brad Last. Willie's great. And we've got Quinn Denning uh, running against Lowry Snow. That's you know no brainer. All these are no brainer. Michelle Bolter running against Ibsen. Please get Michelle Bolter in there great people running right now let's let's do something let's really do something and get these people in
4: well it's a great year to to actually for once and for all prove that it's not necessarily a bad thing to replace incumbents
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly i mean what have your incumbents you know what have, what have, what have they literally done? what have they given you uh, Brad Last has given you tax bill after tax bill and every establishment vote. Uh, he's their boy, man. He's the establishment boy. And Ibsen doesn't even read the bills. He admitted that. He just he, he just does what he's told. He told his town hall that. I can't imagine sitting in a town hall hearing that from your uh, state senator. I just do what they say. Yeah. That's all I do. Um, and you've got all these guys that voted for the tax bills and everything else. I mean, come on, please. Um by the way, in the abortion, uh, in the ultrasound requirement bill, um, I was glad to see the yays because it was six to five. It was a very narrow vote. Here we have a GOP majority and it was a narrow vote. I was glad to see uh, Sig Miller, uh, Travis Sig on there. I was glad to see. I was really glad to see that as one of the six votes. Uh, the nays. Republican C. Hall, uh, Republican Waldrip, um, and then three Democrats were the, were the nays on that. So, you know, they, they Hall and Waldrop, you know, when they, when they, when they say and show that to you, well, there mm-hmm. you go. <laughs> so, um, okay. I, sometimes it just gets, it gets tough because being in a GOP state, I think people just, they get so, um, complacent they just think everything's going to go along with with what uh with what the party you know wants but that's that's not that's not necessarily true
4: yeah Waldrop and Eden both also said that they weren't comfortable with uh, a bill that goes beyond what he's comfortable with in governing medical specialists this doesn't govern medical specialists yeah I didn't
3: think so I didn't think so I think it's an informed decision. Yeah. If you're going to, if you're going to kill a baby, know what you're killing.
8: Absolutely. See it, see it,
3: look at it, know what you're doing just because it's, you know, shrouded by a belly doesn't mean that you could just get away with that and not think about That's it. Right. I mean, come on. Um, it's an important thing. And, uh, so yeah, I was glad to see tra- Travis Sigmiller on there as, as one of those six, six yays. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and uh, uh, Lisenby, Hutchins, Lysenby, man, she's like half and half. I swear, half the stuff she does is ridiculous and half the stuff is good. It's got to, it's, you just kind of don't know where she's going to land. Lysenby Hutchings, Hawkins, Bremer, Acton all uh, said yes on that one. So that's important to know. Um, and then uh, House voted to ban introduction of wolves in Utah. That was what uh, uh, Eric was referring yep. to, correct? Yeah. yeah. All right. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
6: Hey Kate. Hi there. Um, thank you so much for all the research that you do with all of these different bills and alerting us and helping us to navigate you. all of that. Um, really quick, and I I caught part of it, but could you go again and restate who it was for Washington County with Ibsen and Last and Snow that yes. you are really um, liking what? platform is about so that I could research a little bit more into that?
3: Yes. Uh, Quinn Denning is running against Lowry Snow. I know Quinn. I think he'd be excellent at this. He knows his constitution. I think Michelle Bolter would be amazing as a state senator. She's already served on the school board. We know where she stands. She did not cave. She is amazing and she will stand up. She's very courageous. Don't ever underestimate Michelle. She's very courageous and she's a mama bear. She's very, very good at what she's doing and she's running against Don Ibsen. I would I would highly, highly recommend that. Willie Billings, I think he's a great, great uh advantage to have rather than uh, Brad Last. Brad Last has shown his true colors again and again. Um, he's been awful. Uh, he's the guy that actually writes and helps write the tax bills. Uh, give me a break. So uh, Willie's running against him. Uh, I'm trying to think of another one. Um, oh, gosh. I know there's another one, too, that I'm forgetting about. Um, but right now, um, absolutely, those voices. You need. We need those voices. The, the incumbents have not shown that they are going to stand up um, for your liberty uh, and for my liberty. So we've already. They've already demonstrated that, and we've already seen that. So we have a track record there. Let's get those voices in that I know are courageous, and I think that we uh, we need some help down here. And and yeah, when I they all voted tax more, bill, because
6: really yeah. and truly. Um, you know, I, I know that a lot of people were so fond about the Dixie State University ad- additions, mm-hmm. but they have how big of an endowment fund? Right. Their donors could build that. Why did my tax dollars need to go to that? And if that's the case, with tax dollars going towards a, you know, a state funded school, Mm
2: -hmm. then
6: why is tuition through the roof exactly and why is it that we we can't make scholarships for our children Mm -hmm. who live here in in utah lower right Right. or you know give them more scholarships and give them less tuition Mm -hmm. yeah Uh i mean that would be wonderful to Uh allow you know that to happen (laughs) but instead we get a building that the endowment fund could have paid for
3: yeah but we've got a new Olympic pool. We got lots of apartments, and we got <laughs> we got we got yeah. lots of stuff. I mean, come on, we got lots of stuff. And
6: no water, and no water for any of it.
3: Yeah, uh, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> it's very interesting. Um, but yeah, there are some terrific. Oh, and Mary, of course, going up against Chris Stewart. Um, g- you know, get Mary in there. Chris Stewart's already shown what he's going to do, oh, and I yeah. think he'll backstab oh, Trump yeah. at every turn, just like he always has. Uh, and he's voted along the way for everything that is more establishment. So, you know, we've had enough, they've had their turn. So, why do we why do we feel indebted to keep people in office? Why do we do that? It's like this weird mindset. Get new voices in that I know um, are constitutionally sound or based. And let's get some new voices in that that um, that will actually possibly do what they say they're going to do. Right. Keep Travis Sigmiller in place. He's amazing. He's he's one of the best I've seen. This guy needs to stay. Um, And uh, and and from all the others. Oh, my gosh. Get all the others out and get these new voices in. For sure, awesome. Thanks, thank so you. Much. Appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Thanks, um, but yeah, there, we've got some great people running,
4: oh and and as and as good as some of them are right now, mm-hmm. there may come a day when they're not so good anymore, yeah. and we can't be afraid to say, hey, they're yeah. not the same as they yeah. were five so years ago. We
3: need to be, we need to be, you know, turning this boat often, and we also we also need to get out of the mindset that you have to keep somebody in there. I mean, is there some weird I don't know. I don't know why people even feel like that.
4: It's not a huge learning curve.
3: The longer they're in, the more risk they run of going establishment. Why not always be getting them out? And you know what I'm noticing? I'm noticing a lot of people putting forth bills that have something to do with their career. And you know what? That's not okay. Okay. That is not okay. I see city council people do it. I see these legislators do it. State senators do it. And you know what? When it's in direct conflict with what you do for a living, are you kidding me? Is that why they got in? Is this why they're in office? To help further their own personal career with legislation? Is there anything more corrupt than that? (laughs) You're using legislation to then make more money? I mean, to side with whatever project, whatever you have going on? Oh, gosh. So, um, we, we, you know, there are legislators in, in the software world that should never be writing bills that have anything to do with software.
6: Mm-hmm. Okay?
3: There's all kinds of stuff going on right now. And um, this week I'm going to take that on as far as maybe exposing a lot of the bills that, that are being driven by somebody's personal agenda. Because I'm getting really tired of it. Um, and, it's, and it's corrupt. It's wrong. And we got to get those people out because that's not Okay. They're using you and they're using the system. That's not all right to do. So um, we'll work towards that for sure. But, uh, um, But there's some great voices, man. Give them a chance.
4: It's going to be an exciting year. Yeah,
3: Chris Stewart's been in long enough. He's been in a decade. Give me a break. I mean, plenty a decade. long enough. Come on.
4: We've hit, we've let him do all the damage we want.
3: I know, and <laughs> and he is. He's he's definitely the establishment, and and we have got to. I think in the in the Republican Party, if you're a diehard Republican Party person, you've got to recognize that the establishment's doing you no favors. That's right, and that you have. We've got to strengthen the core back to the you know back back to what it could be, and that would be more constitutional. And uh, we have a great opportunity to do that, too. All right, caller, you got 45 seconds. Go.
6: Hey, yeah, the reason I'm running against Chris is he's been there eight years. Yeah. He uh, originally ran on the uh, overspending on the federal level. He has done zero to fix that. In fact, he continues to vote for more spending. Yeah, that's a problem. That's why I'm running.
3: Yeah, thank you, Mary. Appreciate yep. it. Thank you. Sure. Um, and uh, like I said, there's some great voices. So we have got to we got to make some changes. And it's okay to make changes. It's okay. This is mm-hmm. an elected. They'll be fine. It's an elected official job, and uh, they've had their turn, and now it's time to let them loose and uh, see what uh, some other people can do.
4: And you can still smile and say hello yes. when you kick them out of off. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> we'll be right back. Um, I have a new twist on uh, on Corona that maybe you need to hear. Um, just some just some interesting information in the next hour. Uh, so tune in for this because I, I found it quite compelling myself. I'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show with Uncle Milty. Don't go anywhere.
6: balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. I went to have my blood test done a few weeks ago, and I met the doctor, and he was really encouraged by my progress. I brought him the two bottles, and I showed him what I was taking, and he started looking at all the ingredients. He said, you may be onto something here, and I'm like, oh, wow. And he said, you just keep that up. You're you're helping your health by doing that. And I'm like, whoa, endorsement by the doctor. <laughs> Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred.